You're listening to The Real Wealth Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. Owning real estate in California is often an unattainable goal for many people. And as prices continue to go up, so do the down payments. Yet so many Californians know that real estate is what builds long-term wealth, especially now that the Fed has printed trillions of dollars more, increasing the money supply, which generally drives up asset values further. So that's good if you already own real estate, but makes it even more difficult to get in if you're just starting out. I'm Kathy Fetke, and welcome to The Real Wealth Show. Today's guests knew they couldn't afford a home in the San Francisco Bay Area, but they wanted to get into real estate anyway. So three years ago, Eric and Jody Carlson dove into the learning process, reading lots of books and listening to podcasts. After about a year, they jumped in and started buying single-family rentals located nowhere near their home near San Francisco. A home they rent, by the way. So they're going to tell us how they did it on today's Real Wealth Show. So welcome, Eric and Jody. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah, you know, our podcast producers saw a message you wrote on Instagram and thought, wow, I want to reach out and uh, get them on the show. So I'm so glad you could be here. Good. That was fantastic that she reached out to us. Yeah, well, she was impressed with what you said, so I'll read it. It said, hi, we are Eric and Jody. We've been married 14 years. We're parents to three awesome little kiddos. We keep pretty darn busy on the day-to-day with work, school, and sports, but have bigger dreams and plans for our family and future. We've decided to start this Instagram account to share with others our passion for investing fully in order to live your greatest life. And to us, that means investing in your health, investing in your wealth, and investing in family, friends, and goals. Boy, I agree. So <laughs> so let's start with real estate, since that's what our, most of our audience is interested in. How did you get started investing in real estate? Well, I think it started with curiosity with Jody's dad, who had mm-hmm. started investing in real estate. And we started asking questions. And the first thing that he did was buy us your book. (laughs) Handed that over to us. And then we started reading and we were hooked. Oh, that's so great. Oh, I really appreciate that. He did that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we thought he was kind of crazy at first when he told us that he owned three homes in Tennessee at the time, I think. And we're like, oh, hey, sure, that's a dad thing, you know? (laughs) But then we started to understand once, you know, he sent us the book and everything. Oh, that's so great. Where do you live? We live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay, so yeah, Tennessee's far away, and you probably right. you know, a lot of a lot of people when I when we hold events in California, and I say who's been to Tennessee or Pittsburgh or Cleveland, you know, people <laughs> they just kind of stare at me um, right. because you know, you know it's so 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 far east. Anything past California is east, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but also, anything other than California is much more affordable. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, when you when you're in San Francisco, and I'm born and raised in San Francisco. Francisco, the idea of owning real estate just seems like it seems like an impossibility unless you've got family that can help you or unless you just make a ton of money or, you know, suddenly win the lottery or something. I mean, is that how you felt? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we still don't own our own house. Mm -hmm. We we jumped in with this because of that fact that we knew finding a increase in our monthly income was going to be much better than just having a chunk sum of money if we just tried to keep saving up. Appreciation seemed to uh, to outrun us on our savings. 
So we knew that the yeah. best way to increase our wealth is, is looking at real estate investing. And that's what we've learned and started growing on. It is really a wonderful aha moment when you realize, oh, I don't have to buy this million dollar fixer upper. I can, I don't have to save $200,000. I could actually save much, much less. So right. what, what was the big highlight? Uh, what was the eye opener for you when you read the book? The eye opener, uh, probably just that, that we didn't need to have hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the idea that we didn't need to invest locally was not something that we would think you would normally want to do. And so when the idea came that you could invest outside of California, outside of even the West Coast, grew a stronger interest and the possibility of actually doing this. Right. Um, Having the financial means to be able to invest. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Wonderful. Okay. So then what was the next thing you did after you read the book? Uh, read a lot of additional books. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of Robert Kiyosaki, right? Yes, yeah. Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, and a lot of webinars, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think actually after reading yours, that just started our interest in learning more. Mm-hmm. And we ended up spending about another year, year and a half actually yes. just learning. Yeah. And then understanding more about, you know, what did the Real Wealth Network do? What did the different markets contribute? How did they work? And learning. That was the biggest part. The year, year and a half was all about learning. Um, And then from there is when we decided on which market we wanted to go with and then decided we needed to take action. I love to hear that because I tend to be one of those people that likes to jump in. And I know there are others with that type of personality. Fortunately, I did study a lot on single family homes and and um and mortgage I was in the mortgage industry so I understood it from that perspective but to take the time to really first of all choose the asset class and then dive into it and and learn as much about it as you can so how why did you stick with single family versus what seems to be the trend uh, multifamily or commercial self storage like other options why did you choose uh homes Well, I mean, that's one of the great things within your network is it is definitely focused with single family, but also affordability. You know, when you dive into the multifamily, there's usually, it's more money that you're needing to invest with. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can scale a lot faster, but you can be encouraged to learn some of the ups and the downs as well, a little bit faster as well. We didn't have a large amount of money to start with, you know. We weren't saving and saving and saving. It was just kind of, we decided to move some of the money that we had in one place into another place. So we couldn't spend that much, really. Yeah. And the best way to learn is starting off with single family. When you said affordability, at first I was thinking, you know, buying properties that are affordable for people. And I thought, well, apartments are affordable for renters. But then I realized you're talking about yourselves. You're right. It's so much easier to get into a $100,000 home which is $20,000 down than an apartment that's going to be a much larger down payment. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Unless you do what some people are doing, which is invest in other people's apartments, but then you're sharing with a whole bunch of other investors. So yeah, in the that end, sounds a little too um, complicated for us. <laughs> <laughs> we like simple, clean. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. It, it is simple. Okay. And then how did you choose the market? There's so many and we know that it can be overwhelming. I, that's, that was one of, I would say my faults starting out is I, I just would get really obsessed with a certain market and, 
And then all of a sudden, another market would would catch my attention. And uh, so now we have 15 markets that we present. How did you choose the one you wanted to be in? Uh, well, I think we initially fell into the shiny object scenario as well. There was definitely different markets that kept our attention. But the biggest piece of it was the passive income portion of it. There's a balance between the passive and the appreciation. But when you have strong passive, it's hard to beat that especially starting out. You know, you have fear and you have that idea of risk. If you can continue having passive income, it definitely reduces the amount of fear and risk that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Aren't you kind of happy that you didn't put all that money in the stock market? Absolutely. Right? I'm in, glad we pulled fact, some of it that out. Was in <laughs> fact, that we took it from there to buy these homes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The timing was good. I mean, I, I did our January forecast and and I said, you know, there's, of course, the economy is looking strong and there's job growth. And let's see, I mean, obviously the stock market's up and asset values are up and there was a lot of positive things, but under, under it all were some real big concerns. So I said, you know, it could be just one black swan event that takes the whole house of cards down. And boy, I didn't realize it would come so soon. Right. But when you've got companies that are being valued at, you know, billions and billions of dollars that have never shown a profit, well, you know, that's (laughs) how sustainable is that? Whereas a a home in an area, you know, working class area where people have lived for decades, you know, have the same jobs and it's, it can weather that kind of storm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. So what would you say um, is next for you? Um, what is next for us? You know, right now, I think one of the things we're just looking at is one, you know, if there's the next property uh, to invest with, but also what is our potential for us owning our own primary resident? Because we've invested now in three uh, investment properties, but we do not own our personal residence. Right. So I think that's one of the things that we're battling living here in the California area. And just trying to figure out a way. Interesting. Well, yeah. You know, like I said, you made you made a really wise choice to invest in areas that don't go up and down so dramatically. They're mm-hmm. kind of boring markets, you know, if a 4 or 5% appreciation would be a really good year in these markets, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're they're boring but steady. It's steady. Um, yeah. You may have a, an opportunity to get some good deals in the San Francisco Bay Area over the over the next year, based on what seems to be happening, that was a very overpriced market, and uh, we may have pricked the bubble there. So you well, might have your opportunity coming soon. It's open. Yeah. <laughs> We're open for that. Yeah. So no, where I, I don't think I got into the details, but what did you end up buying and where? Um, well, we bought three single-family homes in the Ohio area, uh, two in Dayton, and then one in Cincinnati. And how has that been? How's it, how are they performing? Uh, well, we have no complaints. Great, yeah. And one of the great things uh, learning from this whole process is honestly having three helped out a ton because if any repairs come up, they're kind of helping each other just move along and, and pay for any of those repairs that happen. That's a really good point. You're not going to retire on, on one property, right? You, the idea is to get a portfolio such that if one is vacant, the others are rented. If one needs a repair, you've got income coming in. So yeah, absolutely. Just building that portfolio is going to get you there much faster than, than just one. <laughs> absolutely. 
All right. So what else you, you mentioned about other investments, at least in your Instagram posts. So tell me about that. What else are you investing in? Well, uh, that can lead to also investing in ourselves, just educating to invest, obviously more real estate, um, maybe later down the road, investing into multifamily, but just growing our own personal wealth. Right. And we just kind of, I mean, we've shifted our whole mindset, not only financially, but health wise as well, you know, started using all like natural things. And I've started the whole network marketing idea with my company. And it's just kind of shifted our whole mindset on what can be done. Like you don't have to, you know, rely solely on social security 401k when you get older, but if you build good legacy to start with, then you're good, you know? So we've kind of just broadened our mindset in that aspect as well. Hey, you're doing Young Living, is that right? I Essential am, oil? yes. Yeah, I love I love essential oils. Now, is there a, a certain oil you recommend to help prevent contagion of the virus? Oh my gosh, right? <laughs> Anything that has the word thieves on it, my friend. <laughs> thieves, yes, that's a good one. I love have that to one. say, all, and I am very happy to say that most, two out of three of our kids' teachers are diffusing every day. They, mm. I mean, they order it all the time. And our school in general um, has turned very healthy in that aspect, getting rid of air fresheners, chemicals, things like that. So um, it just makes me happy to see my son's whole preschool switched over since I talked to them about it. And they're all on the Young Living bandwagon right now. So I'm like, it just makes me happy that our kids aren't living in that so much anymore. Uh, Yeah, I I went to a friend, I stayed at a friend's house and she had uh, one of those air fresheners and they're uh, awful. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well I'm asthmatic anyway, so I can't be around any perfumes or any Uh anything. As is our son, which is another huge I mean we had he was in the hospital once a year from one year old till five. You know, oral steroids, breathing treatments. I mean he was battling. And once I started doing more research on respiratory things and what might be causing that. And I mean, I was the queen of burning candles before I learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I learned them all the time and then realized, oh my gosh, those are so toxic. It's like living in secondhand smoke. It's literally yeah. like burning petroleum in your living room. It's yeah. awful. Don't realize that. So yeah. Since we have shifted and started using, not only diffusing, but I mean, I use them topically on him and, you know, all of our kids. And um, he has yet to be that's serious. No more oral steroids. Barely has to use his inhaler. I mean, it's like the difference is night and day to me. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Hey, yeah. yeah. So anyone who is still burning candles or having air oh, fresheners, get don't. just go to you know get a healthy essential oil and a diffuser, and it will be cleaning your air while also smelling fabulous. Um, and of course, they can contact you for that too, right? Absolutely. We'll put it in the show yeah. notes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and another thing that my husband got me because I I have. Uh, had breathing issues, especially during the fires in Malibu. That was that was pretty toxic for sure. a good year after that because you've got all these burned down houses, yeah. all these toxic materials that uh, become microscopic and blow around for, for yeah. years. Uh, but he got me this thing called a Molecule air filter. It's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E. And it's really great as well for anyone okay. with asthma problems. Yeah, Molecule. We got it for our new grandson as well. So, uh-huh. <laughs> wonderful. Yes. Investing in yourself, especially now with this, yes. 
you know, these fears. We canceled our live event just to make sure that people are oh, I know. You know, not not spreading, um, you know, where people are carrying this without knowing it. And then you could, you know, end right. up walking well, by And that's somebody. the thing too. It's, you know, people, especially children, you know, knock on wood, gratefully, they're not being so affected by it, but they could think they have a tiny little cold and go hug their grandma and grandpa and that's have it. had it and not realized it. And so it's, yeah, it's a hard situation. Yeah, you got to That's that's why we canceled. Is I didn't want anyone bringing grandma to our event, and uh, you know, potentially, yeah, you know, yeah, not, not end well. Uh, all right. Well, any other tips you want to give to people just starting out? Um, kind of what what you've learned along the way, and um, what what you would and maybe would not do again. I think the biggest thing is just educate yourselves. The more you know, you know, you don't have to have a degree in any of this. It's all. No. <laughs> it's all just grab some books and. Well, and, and the big thing is the fear of asking a question. Oh, yeah. We asked a million questions when Ask we started. Questions. I mean, we are very ignorant in all yeah. of it. Yeah. It's Ask. very overwhelming. I mean, how, how about the loan process? How Was that difficult? Uh, at first, just because we had never done it. Right. Um, but it, I wouldn't say it was, it's not like it's tough. It's just time consuming. Mm-hmm. And if you continue to ask questions so you understand it, the process goes pretty smooth. And then once you've done one, the second one goes a little bit right. smoother. And well, and don't be afraid to find mistakes. I mean, we oh, we found yeah. a couple mistakes where we, you know, because Eric's very number driven, and so he's like on top of all the numbers of everything as we're <laughs> signing everything. And so you know, you get the first performa and all this, and we're signed. So oh, these numbers look great. And then the day we were supposed to sign on one of our homes, the numbers shifted. I mean, like dramatically, like by we would be making a couple hundred less a month almost 100 something 150 and so he was like oh hold on we don't want to do this you know so we contacted whoever we needed to contact and they immediately looked into it and went oh my gosh you guys caught this big mistake you know if we didn't catch that and say something we would have just signed and been out a couple hundred dollars a month so, um, I mean, Good for you catching that it's, those are yeah. documents are difficult to read, but it's, you got to just sit down, get your coffee or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I was like, like I said, Eric's very, he's the numbers man. He likes all those numbers. They're a little too much for me sometimes. But. Yeah. It's always good to have one in the family for sure. Yeah. that likes that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. And once you do that first loan and once you buy that first property, boy, there's a lot of learning in that process. But then afterwards you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Right, right. right. It goes a lot faster. The next time we're like, wait, we're done? Because <laughs> yeah. you have the documents. Yeah. And you yeah. understand the language. It's a different language for sure. Yeah. yeah. But that's also the great thing about the lenders is that they're usually very open to taking questions. Right. That No one ever gave us any static or pushback by asking too many questions. They were very open and you know opened up other opportunities to just sit down and say, okay, let's go through the questions and discuss it. So that was fantastic. Oh, good to hear. Okay. Well, thank you so much for uh, sharing your wisdom here on The Real Well Show. I really appreciate it. Any last comments? No, I think think we're good. Thank you so much for having us. All right. Take care. And thank you for joining me here on The Real Well Show. You can learn about the real estate markets that are both affordable for the landlord and the tenant and where the strongest markets are that will probably recover the fastest from this current recession that we're in. 
can find out more at realwealthshow.com. It's free to join and then you'll get access to lots of webinars, a checklist to make sure you protect yourself with inspections and appraisals and picking the right areas and the right property and so much more. Again, you can get that for free at realwealthshow.com.